Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this edition of Retirement Elevated Podcast with Sean Lee and myself. We're going to be talking a little bit about just some year-end thoughts and planning as things are winding down a little bit here. If you've got any questions or concerns, reach out to Sean at any time at 855-50-RETIRE or check him out online at elevatemyretirement.com. What's going on, my friend? How you doing? Living the dream, man. Just uh, enjoying the last little bit of warm weather right now. Yeah, it's it's been an interesting... You know, the weather's actually been pretty good in a lot of the country uh, since the election ended. I don't know if that's maybe nature's way of saying sorry. <laughs> for- <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and enjoy some, some time outside and soak it up while you can and yeah, I don't get know, away maybe. from your TVs. Get away from your TVs, exactly. So as I mentioned, year ends winding down. We technically still don't officially have uh, a president. But we do seem to – I wanted to ask you a couple of questions. We do seem to have probably a gridlocked uh, government again, which uh, in a lot of ways I guess can be a good thing. If you look at the market ever since the election, Sean, it's been fairly up. You know, I mean, it's had it's still a little rocky, but, I mean, it, people were kind of, I think, thinking it was going to take an immediate nosedive, and not to say that it still couldn't, but so far it's been okay. Is that is that kind of what that's about, is the fact that gridlock is usually good for the market? I, I think there's a couple of reasons why that – it happened. You know, grid, I think gridlock is, is definitely good for our country as a whole. Just right now. Um, there's, I think we need a little bit of calming period and, you know, you get, if you don't have, you know, the democratic or, you know, conservative side sweep house, Senate and the white house, and you, you have a mix, you know, it looks like the House is going to be closer. It looks like the Senate might lean Republican and, you know, the White House, depending on what side you fall. I'm not very political, but all data is showing that, you know, Biden's going to be the president. I, I actually think that that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing for the markets. I think that's a good thing for, for our country to have this period of calming. And, and honestly, over the next four years, I think that if, if things are going to get done, it's also a good thing that they're all going to have to work together. And so, you know, we start to look at at the at what the markets are doing. Yes, the markets are are reacting to some normalcy, but you know, the, we've also had two vaccines announced that they've got 90% plus, you know, protection rate and and so there's there's a lot of excitement and hope and um, you know, so we're we're starting to see the markets anticipate some normalcy, you know, second quarter of 2021. All right, Sean. So as typically as years wind down, we also start to think more about tax prep, which we really should be thinking about tax planning all year long. But let's address that a little bit under the assumption that Biden does become president. Still some debate as to what will happen with the tax planning, but some of the conversation out there is obviously taxes uh, may go up. They Again, with a gridlocked Congress and a gridlocked uh, government, they may not uh, change the tax plans that were under until they sunset in, what, 2024 or five. But again, then again, they may, right? Yeah, 2025 is when they sunset. And that was that was one thing that, that Biden really talked about. You know, part of his plan coming in is I'm going to change taxes for those income earners over $400,000. So the majority of America thinks, uh, you know, that's not going to affect me a whole lot if if Biden raise, raises taxes. Now, there, there's also two ways to look at this. You know, so those that are making over $400,000 are usually business owners. Maybe they're offering goods and services or whatever it may be. If their taxes are raised, well, that means that they're making less money. And so what could potentially happen? Well, you could see, you know, prices on goods and services be raised a little bit. 
you know, you, you kind of step it back because those business owners want to make the same same income. They may increase the pricing of goods and services. Do I think that the, this tax plan is going to go through? I don't know. Um, politics is one thing, and, and passing policy through the House and the Senate to get to his desk to sign off is another. Comes back to right. if we have a mixed, you know, a, a House uh, that's that leans one way, Senate that leads the other. The chances of that tax bill being jammed through quickly are probably pretty slim. I don't know for certain, but I couldn't see the Senate passing off on a tax bill that if they lean more Republican. But you never you never know. Reality tells me that it's probably not going to happen during this this four year period. But who knows? Yeah, I mean, obviously, right? Everything's <laughs> if we've learned anything is that there's no point in. Uh, trying to make too many plans in 2020 because the things are going to get turned on their head. Um, and, and now this, at the time we're taping this, this is going to be our Thanksgiving edition, I believe. And we'll put this out about a week before Thanksgiving. That um, you know we're seeing a, a lot of uh, outbreaks again all over the country, all over the world. Really, there's tons and tons going on. So some states are repealing back and going down, going down a phase. Uh, some are going down a couple phases. I think I just heard this morning that Vermont. Uh, is going to go into some heavy restrictions. So all of that may or may not affect, you know, how people view uh, the retirement plans or the finances or whatever going into the end of the year as well. We saw a lot of folks, you know, not spending as much money um, during lockdowns before. So that could have a an interesting, I guess, effect on how you plan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Utah, we're pretty insulated from the unemployment issues. I I, I say that loosely because our our unemployment right now. Uh, is less than four point seven percent. Okay, and, all right. and so it, and I think a lot of that is we're a small business owner community. We have we're a younger community. There's a lot of tech here, and so working remote isn't hasn't been a, an issue. I mean, I I've literally only taken four in office meetings since March, and so you know we're with with the technology, it's business is normal and a lot of people are able to, to maintain their jobs, at least in this area of the country. And we're very fortunate that that's the case. Mm-hmm. But not being able to do a lot of the other things, you know, it allows for you to save more too. You know, I'm not, I'm not spending money on vacations. I'm not spending money on, on trips and things like that. We're not, we're not going out to dinner as much. So I think you're starting to see this, a big savers mentality start to hit again. And hopefully that those, you know, once you've created those habits, they continue once we get through this. Because I think that'd be a great thing for our country is, yeah, not only to get the economy back in shape and and people spending again, but also forming habits to where they're not overspending and they're starting to save some money as well. No, I I think that's a great point. And it would be nice if we do that. I almost wonder, unfortunately, maybe that's just being pessimistic, is that the adverse side is maybe 2021, especially if the, uh, the vaccines do their thing. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, obviously some of the market reaction uh, to those vaccines has been very positive. Might people go into an overly spend mode? And what does that mean for retirees or pre-retirees? Does that mean we need to be having some conversations with our advisors and making sure that our plans are still the way we need them to be or make some adjustments or whatever that might look like in case we do want to get a bit spend happy to make up for lost time, if you will? I, that's a good point. I mean, there's because a lot of our plans that we've built in they're built in around travel and and lifestyle and and spending some money. Right. Yeah. If you're li- if you're listening and you're a client of ours, you know most people know that they have a, a extra money that they can spend. We just have to adjust the plan, and we can do so factually 
and with the data that we have in front of us and stress the plan to see how that's going to be adversely affected. If you're not a client of ours, then you probably want to take some steps with your advisor. If you don't have an advisor, give us a call. But to understand, hey, if I spent an extra $10,000 this year for the next you know, three or four years to, to catch my spending up because I want to just blow out some trips and I don't know if this is going <laughs> right. to, you know, how it's going to affect me. Right. You know, take some time to, to go through how that would adversely affect your plan and what's the probability of success down, down the road. Yeah. Because I could see that. I mean, even my wife and I are talking, hey, when we can, when we can travel safely and we can take the kids, let's go. Let's, let's find somewhere to oh, yeah. go because we're, we're missing the beach and we're missing you know that sort of trip we just haven't done it we're all cabin fevered to a, to a degree right so yeah. you know it's that kind of idea where and that's why I was kind of wondering you know is it a good idea like when we're saving this extra money right now should we be reinvesting that or should we be kind of uh, holding that in our emergency funds because again, you know, never know what might happen, right? I think a lot of people learned in the first part of 2020 when uh, COVID first got us, you know, we had the lockdowns that some folks probably realized their emergency funds were not sufficient enough. Maybe mm-hmm. this is a, a mulligan, if you will, to kind of prepare that. Yeah. Well, and most people didn't change their incomes. You know, had that income still coming in, right. and it's just been piling into a savings account, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's not earning anything, but so what? It's there. And if you're going to use it for a trip, it's you can just grab it. And so, you know, as long as your income levels didn't change a whole lot, and as long as you didn't stress out the investment strategies and you had a clearly defined plan on how you're going to create your income, you know, families that we work with, they got through this time through their income sources that were either secure or through using dividends. And we're going to go into 2021 ready to rock. All right. So if you've got some questions or concerns, as Sean said, you know, whether it's, uh, some of the things we talked about, possible tax changes or what to do about your emergency fund or just spending or just maybe tweaking or readjusting your plan. If you're already working with the team, well, you're probably going through those steps already. But if you're not, make sure that you reach out to them before you take any action at 855-50-RETIRE. That's 855-50-RETIRE. If you are working with the folks, don't forget to subscribe to us. And even if you're not, either way, subscribe to the podcast so you get future episodes as they come out. Most phones now, smartphones already have podcasting apps built into them. So if you're an Apple user, for example, then you have Apple Podcasts on your phone. You should be able to just hit that, open it up, type in Retirement Elevated in the search box. You'll see that pop up. I think it's the heart button to subscribe to the show. Uh, Google the same thing. You'll find Google Podcasts. So definitely subscribe to the program. We'd certainly appreciate it. And share the message with someone who might benefit from it. You can find all of the information and more at the website at elevatemyretirement.com. That's elevatemyretirement.com. And with that, we're going to get out of here this week. Have yourself a great Thanksgiving, uh, Sean, as we're coming up on the holiday. I hope you guys have a safe and sane one. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. You do the same. We'll see you next time here on Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee, Managing Partner at Elevated Retirement Group. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.